Are you looking to start a podcast? Well, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. They offer a lot of great services, such as their creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast in one place. Did I forget to mention that it's free? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Gamers Talk Podcast in our mom's basement with your hosts, Rage Quit Pat and Headshot Dan. What's going on, guys? We're here with another episode of In Our Mom's Basements with your host, Rage Quit Pat over here. We're rocking this new uh, Scooby-Doo Natural shirt. Scooby Natural. Yes, sir. And I am Headshot Dan, and uh, we are here Thursday, excited, podcast day. You excited? Yeah, it is podcast day, very excited. We have a lot to talk about. We got some game reviews. We also have a couple of breaking news that also happened today. Uh, so we have we have a lot to talk about today. Definitely on the game review side, we a lot of massive games came out this week, so very excited about that. And then, yeah, we got some uh, breaking news from uh, one of the games that we play as well. So, uh, excited to talk about that. All right, great. So am I. So, we'll just yeah. jump in. We'll, we'll, we'll do some breaking news, right? Yeah, we'll just jump right into it. I mean, as we predicted, as we talked about when these operators first came out, we talked about the possibility of one of them getting nerfed, and guess what? They're already getting nerfed. Lion is the first man to get the nerf, uh, which I was a little surprised. I guess there is a lot more Lion players, which... I started to slowly encounter the beginning when if the first when the Operation Chimera first came out, there seemed to be a lot of Finkas, but Lion started to so, slowly uh, <clears throat> take over as the uh, main attack operator. So we'll just break it down. Basically, what you know how Lion is normally played. He has three uh, scans. Now, as Dan and I have talked about before in the past. We were going to predict this would happen. He would only now he's going to go down to two. He's only going to go down to two scans, and there will also be a 20 second cooldown as opposed to the 10 second cooldown it had. And as well as basically what happened was if you were scanned and you were moving, even if you stopped, you would still be scanned within the timer. Now, if you're scanned and you move and you stop, the scan scan stops you're not being scanned anymore so it eliminates the possibility of getting wall banged and picked off easier and also as well as people who use lion have to be a little bit more strategic um from what dan and i have encountered in lion lion players and including dan who is a lion player um you have three scans so you would you know you would use the lion pretty early you got three scans you can use it early it's okay to eliminate the roamers um, stop them dead in their tracks and pick them off pretty easily. So it was okay to use up one because you still had two left. Now it's a little bit more strategic. You only have two. So now do you want to use it right away? Do you want to strategize a little bit more and save it? Or, you know, it helps with that. Um, also, with the if you're a defender, it does help out the defenders now because they kind of really can't predict where you're going to move as you could move some one way and just stop and then you just you know flank around so it does now help the defenders a little bit more as well 
And the 20-second cool-down is very helpful, too, because Dan and I have encountered it. And again, we have done it ourselves, where we would do a lion scan. Bang, that 10-second cool-down. Bang, let's just do it again while we're rushing in. So it does... This nerf does help the defenders, and you know, as Dan and I have talked about in the past, and I'm sure he'll add on to it as well. We predicted this was going to happen. Dan, are you shocked about this? No, not really. I mean, he was going to get nerfed sooner or later. Uh, no, I use I use a uh, line quite a bit, especially when Fink is taken. Uh, so I mean, he's pretty OP. A very good rush character, you know, when you have that uh, Lion Finca connection, you know, they're a pretty unstoppable force. Or even Dokubi. So, Dokubi's also yeah, so uh, very... having a, a 20 second cooldown is going to change the game for not just Lion, but Finca too, so it's, you're going to have to coordinate with her uh, buffs and when you're going to rush in. So, I mean, I, I expected it. Definitely expected it. I don't remember the exact uh, things I said that were going to happen with it, but I think I was, I was pretty close. I know I was definitely right about the two scans and moving the cooldown up. I thought maybe it would be like 15, 15 seconds, I think I said. It's a, tw- a full 20-second cooldown. So, that I mean, that is a game-changer. I mean, again, like we, like we, you know, what I what we talked about was that, you know, you use Lion. I, st- I use Lion here and there. And, it I mean, it is it is a little crazy. you got three scans. You, let's say we find a roamer. You start scanning him. You pick him off. You get a quick 10-second cooldown. And, you know, bang, you want to rush in, especially with, like, Ash characters. If you're playing with someone who uses Ash like crazy, you could just keep using them, using them, using them, and just Ash or IQ, and whoever's a big rush character just rushes on in and, you know, just picks everyone apart. So, I mean, now it's it's a little bit more tr- strategic, which I think is helpful for, for the defenders because it was getting a little bit ridiculous. I mean, Lion, and especially where you ha- you couldn't move, and if you did move, and even if you did stop during the scan, you were still screwed. So... I also like that a lot now where you could move and if you decide, you know, I'm going to stop and prone, now they don't know if you're standing up or you're prone. So I like that. That helps out a lot too for the defenders. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, We'll see how he changes. I'll still use him. I mean, I don't use my lines mostly back to back, so I don't think it's going to affect me too well. Uh, but that bad, I mean. But uh, the outline of the character I think is a big change. It's probably... One of the biggest changes, and uh, <clears throat> and how it doesn't outline. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, and how it doesn't uh, show show them glowing on your screen if they're not moving after they move. And that's pretty big. I accidentally move a couple times when there's a line, and I stop, but it's I'm still scanned. And it kind of fucks me. So this is a uh, yeah. Now it's a little bit more better, a little bit more helpful. <clears throat> not as op. And I mean, are you happy that? Ubisoft is kind of like right on top of these things right away because, you know, as I would, as we talked about before, you look at a character like Ella, it took two seasons for them to fix Ella. So, I mean, are you, are you happy for them kind of just being on top of, um, things like this? If characters are too OP, just kind of just noticing it right away and just fixing the problem right then and there rather than having to wait Again, like you know, as I mentioned, a character like Ella, we had to wait two seasons for them to fix Ella. Well, they already said that they're in it for the long run and that they're going to be supporting it. So I think it's the only and the smartest way to go for Ubisoft uh, doing their their updates that quick. Uh, you know, I expected a, a Finca nerf to be in there as well, but it uh, looks like she's not going to be touched yet. But I think it's good that Ubisoft is is making moves like this. So good job. 
Yeah, I just think Lyon, um, as, when I first started, when we first started playing during the uh, Operation Chimera, Finca was very heavy, but I'm starting to see a lot of uh, Lion and Dokubi combinations and just Lion and, you know, Ash and a lot of Rush characters. So I think Lion was uh, more heavily used than Finca at the moment. So that's probably why. I mean, the community probably complained about Lion more than they have uh, Finca because even if you're buffed up as Finca you could, and you still hit a headshot, they're, da they're done. Don't worry. The people always have something to complain about. Finca's next. Or maybe Blitz. And they no, keep, they're not touching Blitz again. They keep buffing him up, or maybe they'll fit at, fix uh, Ash's hitbox. But besides the uh, the nerf on Lion, they're also fixing the recoil system and aiming down sights as well. The targeting system is starting to try to fix as well a little bit. You know a little bit more about the recoil system. What have they talked about in the recoil system? They just said uh, how they're going to implement a whole new recoil system. This is the second time, by the way. They already did a recoil system before. Now they're going to rework the recoil system to where, uh, let's say you're aiming down sights and you shoot, but you're, you're, you know your your mark is on it, on its head, but it doesn't register as a headshot. That's because bolts have the chance of shooting underneath the barrel or above the barrel, so it doesn't always count as straightforward shot. So what they're doing with this recoil system is that if your mark is on its head, it's going to go straight on that mark. So it's, it should now generate as a headshot so no more of anyone be like, oh man that, that should have been a headshot it should now register as a headshot yeah they've been working on that since like they've been working on that for a very long time and I mean both of I I'm sure could attest to this we have encountered where especially when using an ACOG scope you're aiming down sights you're right in their head and you shoot them and it registers as a you shoot them in the chest not a headshot so and also the good thing is a lot of people who kind of flail around while they're shooting that's Hopefully that'll kind of get taken away too. Those lucky um, spray and prays, which are the worst to get killed by. Yeah, that's one thing that you'll never see get rid of a spray and prays, man. Everyone will always get lucky with one or two. Yeah, but hopefully they end up fixing it because I'm very, you know, as we all know, we get sick and tired of aiming down headshots and they don't register as headshots, but when you get killed, you clearly see their head going back, but for some reason it's not a headshot. A dream could be a dream, man. Don't worry, I think they're making good moves, though. So, it's only a matter of yeah. time. Yeah, I mean, Ubisoft, again, as I mentioned before, they're kind of already right on top of it. Lions OP, so they're like, you know what, let's work on it now. And, again, not again taking away from a situation like Ella, where Ella was OP for two seasons, and until finally now, she's nerfed to hell, where she's, you know, she's still used, but not as used as much anymore. <laughs> so, I mean... Uh, again, I hope they continue this when they keep coming out with operators, and I hope they, except even Blackbeard too. Blackbeard, when he first came out, took a while for them to nerf Blackbeard. Blackbeard was if also full season, it took them to nerf Blackbeard. So, I mean, they, I'm glad they're on this right away. It's a step in a new direction. It is year three, also. So, I mean, you got to get these problems fixed now. Not doing a bad job with it, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see how how it goes on the test servers uh, once once they go up. Yeah, that's what they're doing first is the test servers first, and then they're going to, uh, I'm assuming, it'll probably go PC first and then the console. As usual. Um, you have any other news? That's our Rainbow Six news that happened. Uh, Ubisoft talked about that today. Yeah, got some more news here. You know, small news, not that big of a deal. No one really cares for it. 
You know, mm-hmm. No Man's Sky coming uh, to Xbox. Not that big of a deal. No date sometime in the summer. Yippee, that's it. One of the uh, biggest flops of uh, 2016, nonetheless. Yeah, it's no wonder why they're bringing an Xbox because they didn't sell shit on, P- on uh, yeah, PC they were, or they were probably, they were, they were probably Yeah, they're probably trying to get some more money out of it. But apparently there's a big update coming to it also when it hits Xbox. Yeah, so. it's called Next. Update Next. Oh, okay. So that's it's a really like, bad update name. Yeah. Here, Next will take more of your money and the game will still be the same. Exactly. Uh, besides that, I'll see what else we have. Uh, let's see minutes. Okay. Uh, you know, Dead by Day. Well, uh, yeah, Dead by Daylight. Uh, their their game creators behavior behavior digital teased a new game called Death Garden. It's gonna. It's like a five v one type shooter game, and that's. Apparently, I don't know. When I think of five v one, I think of um, what I think of uh, evolve. Oh no! <laughs> and uh, that game didn't do the greatest either. So I don't oh, no, know no. what they're gonna try to do with this. Here, I got a, a small, like, few second uh, trailer here that they uh, they teased with. Uh, they said that you're gonna hear more about it at the PAX East next week. So, uh, when when you say uh, when you say evolve, is it going to be littered with uh, microtransaction and day one editions, and oh, yeah, you got to get you got to buy this? Uh, so they didn't really show much. They didn't say much. They just said it's going to be a five v one shooter, and it's apparently going to be an intense shooter, bloodthirsty people that love running people. I mean, that's that's basically what what it, they they said. So it's uh, kind of crazy. Oh, I'm sorry again. No, go ahead. No, it's just kind of crazy what the gaming uh, market is um, kind of getting filled up with now. You have games that are going the Battle Royale route. Uh, look at uh, Dying Light. They have a Battle Royale mode. I don't know if you saw that. There's a couple of uh, videos on that. Dying Light has a Battle Royale mode now. Um, you know, you have games like Fortnite, PUBG. Um, and then you have games like this. You know, you had Friday the 13th. to have 7-on-1. You have Dead by Daylight 4-on-1. And now they're teasing a game like this 5-on-1. Do you think we're going to start seeing... Um, you know, I, we asked the question before. We're we gonna start seeing games go the battle royale route. Do you think we're gonna start seeing a little more games going this route with the uh, co-op, like five on one, four on one? Uh, not saying that they're bad games. They're fun games. You know, PUBG is a great game. Friday the Thirteenth, despite the rough launch last year, is now fixed and it's a good game. It has the offline mode now. Dead by Daylight's also was is a good game as well. I mean, they they tried these 5v1, 7v1 side games before. I know there was a game called Last Year that uh, that flopped. Uh, I believe it got canceled. They had Evolve, which was an awful game. Uh, that, you was know, stu- that was the studio. I mean, Evolve realistically was a good game, had a very good concept. Just the, the it was just a me- the the launch, the content, and it was that was that was the disa- that was the disaster of that game but that was a good con that game was a very good concept i played beta beta was a lot of fun yeah i mean but if if we're talking about games like dead by daylight when it's four four v four v one or uh, friday 13th those are kind of cool because those are those kind of survival games which is kind of fun it's not like uh the, like evolve where you had to go after the monster to kill him which amount monster was so freaking overpowered so it was 
it was kind of hard to always kill it, especially if you had a shitty team. Uh, but <clears throat> besides that, uh, I think that it's over. Uh, I mean, they shouldn't really make these type of games too much, especially in the shooter aspects. I think though, those are pretty boring games. Yeah, I, I could kind of see. Well, let, let, let's let's see. They said they're gonna release some more footage of Pla- Paxi, so let's see what the footage looks like. I'm assuming the five characters aren't gonna be the most powerful. I'm sure they're gonna have some traits, and the one character I wouldn't say he's gonna be OP, but he's probably be somewhere around there is pretty powerful and not easy to kill. Yeah, this. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll see how the studio goes. You know, Dead by Daylight is a pretty good game, so I mean, it has some experience with the the routes of the the five v one. Uh, type games, type games. So they only have one, but uh, I mean they, they have some experience. So they, and they did. And uh, Dead by Daylight's a pretty good game too. So I mean it's doing pretty successful. So uh, we'll see. We'll see if they bring the table. I, I don't mind looking at it. Doesn't mean I'm going to buy it, but I don't mind looking at it. That's for sure. Oh, that's that news. Um, what else we have here, sir? Uh, <clears throat> other big news is. Our friends might get banned from Xbox. <laughs> uh, Microsoft is uh, doing a new policy update where they're going to start banning people for offensive language. And uh, it's going to involve Xbox, Skype, and all their other services. So any racial terms or sexist terms, words, anything, statements. Uh, they said they're going to start banning people for it. They didn't specifically say what words yet, or say a list or anything. They didn't give too much information, but they said that they're going to start they're entering a new policy to ban offensive language. So we have one friend who will probably definitely get banned right away. Well, I'm assuming that's more of like in uh, game chat, right? Because how party how chat. can they monitor party chat? Party chat too. How are they going to monitor party chat? Uh, who knows? Maybe maybe our party chats are all get recorded. Who knows? Yeah, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how. I mean, I don't know how that's gonna work. I mean, I would. I would assume it was gonna be game chat because I figured game chat is a little bit easier to monitor. But party chats are more private, unless yeah. I mean, Who unless knows, I don't man. know. They, they didn't. They didn't specifically say party chat, game chat. They didn't release too much about that information. They said they're gonna have some more coming soon, but they said they're gonna start cracking whip on uh, the offensive language area. So I guess a lot of the kids that are like 16 and under are screwed. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, even even our friend is going to be screwed. <laughs> yeah, most likely. That's that's crazy. So that's that's our news pretty much, right? Yeah, I, I mean, for, for that at least, yeah. All right, so let's move on to our reviews and our impressions. Um, let's go on <laughs> to a game that we finished because I figured, you know, we could talk about that for a little bit. Um, a Way Out. Uh, you and I finished it pretty much in what five hours? Yeah, it was pretty awful. Do you know anything about them banning Fortnite in some countries? What? You what? haven't played World that? of. It's in the chat. I never heard that. When did they? Uh, when did they do this? That's pretty cool. Fortnite, really? Out of all, out of all the games that ban in other countries, a cartoony, a cartoony shooter. Let's see. Let me check. Let me check. <clears throat> uh, Australia. It is. Oh, Australia bans everything. 
Australia Australia bans everything. I I remember Australia banned the blood and everything from Left for Dead. I remember when you killed a zombie, the 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 body would just disappear. Like old school, like PlayStation One, it would just disappear. Here and there, wanted to ban in Australia. Yeah, I yeah we just saw that. I mean, I feel bad for Australian gamers. They, I mean. They can't get anything. They can't get nothing. They ban everything. They, I, I can only imagine what games they played. It must be playing all the just the Lego games, right? I guess that's the only games that come out over there, <laughs> like family friends, like Minecraft. I guess, I guess that's the only game you could play. Or maybe they might ban Minecraft because you uh, hit enemies with bludgeon objects. Yeah, the the creeps. Might, yeah, the creeps. You must uh, get rid of them. Yeah, that sucks for Australia, though. Yeah, that's a that's a real shame. That is a real shame, but oh my goodness! All right, Dan. I'm, uh, so a way out. We bomb. We pretty much bombed through this game in what five hours? Uh, yeah, five hours done. Yeah, we. I, I do agree. We do have a a heap of worse games than Fortnite. I mean, Fortnite is. I mean, that game could at least be T for Teen, in my opinion. Um. But Dan, let's begin with the uh, with the gameplay on this game. Uh, how, I'll, I'll let you I'll let you start. How did you feel, how did you feel about the gameplay of a way out? I get upset thinking about it. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything, but I get it's a non-spoiler review. I get I get definitely get upset about about a lot of things in that game. Non-spoiler it's, it's, review. It's not it's not a Obviously, it's going to be a non-spoiler. I'm not going to say any spoilers, but uh, the gameplay of this game is phenomenal uh, to start, and it's just because it requires two players, which is awesome. Uh, it's probably one of the best co-op games I've played for a long time, for a long time. So uh, the way the way it works, you know, uh, when me and uh, Rage quit, Pat were playing. We are. Uh, in a jail, we're, we're doing our thing. You know, we're using a tool, an object, to do some something in our cell. And we, you know, Rage Quit Pat's looking out for the guard while I'm doing my thing. And then I have to pass him the tool, and then I have to look out for him. So it's a really good aspect of watching each other's backs during this whole entire thing and letting us know, oh, watch out, he's coming, don't get caught. And you get caught, you gotta start over, of course. You know, you get caught. And I just love the fact that, you know, it takes two people to really play the game and you really rely on your teammates. So I think that is very awesome. And the gameplay was phenomenal. Oh, God, I wish I want to play I want to play it again. The game, I mean, the gameplay was great to me. As you could see, the side-by-side screen and um, you're doing things different. I'm doing things different. Also, what I like about the gameplay is each character has a different distinct as a different personality you know um personalities are both different uh what are their names michael and uh leo and leo michael's more you know calm he's more you know not looking to start any trouble where leo is more of you know the troublemaker and he has more of a i would say a funnier personality uh where michael's a little bit more serious and and i also like that each conversation is different as well so if you went up to a character, you would say something different. If I went up to a character, I would say something different. I also did enjoy, like you said, the moments where if you had to um, escape, I had to kind of keep watch and make sure everything was okay. And I also did enjoy the sequence in the game where you and I were back-to-back 
and climbing up the rooftop, uh, not uh, climbing up a wall. And we had to kind of simultaneously make sure we touched the buttons together or else I would fall or you would fall. I just love the side by side. There were some parts that annoyed me where it was um, top to bottom. I felt a little bit dizzy when it was top to bottom, when it was left to right. It wasn't that bad. And also some gameplay sequences I like too, where um, the one sequence where we're getting chased in the hospital and you had your own sequence and I watched and I had my own sequence that I wa- that you had to watch and even other parts, there were different things. So the gameplay was phenomenal. And yeah, I give the game, I give the gameplay great. I love the gameplay in this game. Very uh, unique. Yeah, it definitely was very unique. Uh, <laughs> very good game, and uh, very much enjoyed the gameplay. I wish it was longer than five hours, but you know what? Thirty bucks can't complain. I mean, a great deal. Can't complain. So that's the gameplay. So what did you think of the the graphics? Game look graphically. Well, I played on four K, and uh, <clears throat> I thought the game looked stunning stunning you know just being being outside watching like the, the grass the water uh, the character detail like you can you can honestly see every crook and nanny of the wall the facial expressions point on uh so it looked very good very good uh, in 4k so i can't complain about the graphics those are for 30 dollars these are some beautiful graphics Graphically, yeah, I think the game looks great as well for a uh, thirty-dollar game, and uh, I would, you know, an indie game nonetheless. I mean, the guy who made this game also made the uh, the brothers uh, tale of I forget, I can't complete the full. I always forget the full title of that game, but that game was a little bit more cartoonish, a little bit in graphics, but it still looked good. But yeah, this game looked beautiful uh, graphically. I played on 1080p. I don't have a 4 4k tv but i played on the xbox one s and graphically it was definitely definitely looked really good for an indie title you don't i mean indie titles they do have some good graphics but not as good as and we're sorry about the uh the half naked man uh taking it <laughs> getting sprayed with the hose in the shower but um nonetheless great graphics um i also love the graphics uh dan how did you feel about um did, did content? you the content? Yeah, how'd you feel about the content? Uh, I, I think the content was a uh, pretty strong, very strong. Uh, you know, the the one thing that I saw when it when it came to content is, uh, I guess not really. I guess I would fall under gameplay some more. But Leo versus Michael, I think Leo had more content than Michael did when it came to fight scenes. But I guess that's was only because he was a more nicer guy, a more understood guy than, than Leo was more of the badass. And as the story goes on, then then you, you'll finally understand. I was like, oh, this is why Michael is not that big in fighting or doing anything criminal. I mean, as the story goes on, you'll see how it progressed in their character background. But content-wise, uh, I, I would say that uh, it, it was pretty strong content. Uh, I mean, I wish, I wish, like I said, we had a little bit more content. But for thirty dollars, it, it was there for thirty dollars. I liked, I liked the choices. I mean, I guess that was just falling their gameplay too. I liked the certain sequences where you would have to make a choice: you either go with Michael's choice or you would go with um, Leo's choice. Of course, Leo had a little bit more of the the fun choices. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, 
you know, for example, and Michael had a little bit more of a passive choice. Like, for example, um, you arrive at a barn and there's two elderly in there and Michael's choice was to let the horses go to distract them. Or Leo's choice was to, you know, tie them up and you, you, basically a, a funner choice. Um, and we went with Leo's choice because we thought it would be a little bit more hilarious, which it ended up being. Uh, but if you want to go a little bit more of passive gameplay, you went with, you know, you go with Michael's choice. But I feel, yeah, for $30, um, again, it was for us, we beat it in five hours. But on paper, it's a eight, well, eight to nine hours. But you could you could breeze right through it in a day in one sitting, as we did. Um, yeah, we, we, didn't, we didn't also go really after achievements too much. So I guess if we actually did achievements, it probably would have definitely been a little bit longer. Yeah. Oh, we're going to talk about this game soon, too. Uh, yeah, if we went after a little bit of the achievements, um, and also if we if we looked around the environment a little bit more, I, I think you and I started looking around the environment more when we were, um, I want to say, in the trailer park. Um, when we were in prison and when we were there before that, or I'm sorry, when we were at the elderly's house, we were kind of going around Horror, doing stuff. But, playing some music. Yeah, playing some music, and that's when we really started checking out the environment. When we were in prison, we didn't really check out the environment too much. We kind of just jumped in and did whatever the objective was. Uh, moving on to the controls. How did you feel about the controls? I thought the controls were very easy to learn. Like, it honestly was not hard at all. I mean, pretty much your action button was the X, which it is for most games anyways. So it is, a very, it is very basic controls, very easy to understand. And, you know, you know, uh, Michael runs, jumps towards Leo. You hit the RC button, you know, you catch him. But most of the other actions are just X. So the controls were very easy to learn. Yeah, I agree. Controllers are pretty much your standard um, action buttons, which they kind of... There's like the prologue, which kind of gives you the controls, basically. Um, the cool, another cool thing is the uh, the shooting. I think the shooting was was wasn't bad. Uh, it was a little bit clunky because I mean it's a thirty dollar game, but the shooting wasn't the best. But again, it's standard LT aim down sights. Excuse me, RT um, shoot, but pretty much standard as you see. Like you mash the X button to do pull ups and. Uh, looking around the environment is the uh, right analog stick. Left analog stick is, of course, the walk. So very easy controls to learn, and it's it's pretty standard. It's pretty standard to, to uh, other other games as well. And now um, the, the, the story. The story. Um, story was amazing. Um, the You know, again, non-spoiler review. The, the story goes on. Obviously, the story is, a, is basically of Michael and Leo. Uh, it's not only about them escaping prison. They have a purpose of to why they're escaping prison. Um, you know, without spoiling it, there is a main antagonist that you're going after. And that is their purpose of why both of them want to escape the prison. But there is a very strong twist at the end of the game that I did not really expect to happen. And neither did Dan. I almost cried. <laughs> um, it, was a, it was a crazy twist. And... I mean, it was awesome. I mean, the story was top notch. I was invested in it throughout most of the game. There were, there was not really a part I was kind of distant from the story. A lot of it was, a lot of it was fun. It was great. There was a lot of good sequences. Uh, the only thing I guess I would say were, I wish there wasn't as many quick time events. I felt that maybe we could have had a free, free fighting 
as well. A lot of the fighting besides the shooting were quick time events. I wish they kind of, I mean, that's more of gameplay, I would say. But as far as going back onto the story, the story, again, was phenomenal. The twist at the end was just the icing on the cake. And it was it was awesome. I love the story. Dan? Well, the story was honestly on point. A lot of, uh, not that it was a lot of twists and turns, but the ending was definitely probably the, the biggest, uh, the best part for me. Uh, it kind of threw me way off. Uh, I gotta say, throughout the story, as it progressed, it was really nice on how the characters developed together and became such a great bond. It was like they they practically became brothers throughout this whole entire story. Uh, so it was pretty on point. And, uh, you know, go, going back to the content real quick, uh, I really love how they added all these mini-games into the game. Like, uh, they had, like, a baseball, the derby, home run hits. Uh, they added a tic-tac, no, not tic-tac, so connect four, arm wrestling. Uh, you can see in this scene where you actually are working out. So they added a lot of cool content in there. And you don't have to do any of this for the story, but it's a lot, it's, it's pretty cool to do. But as far as the story goes, I think it was outstanding. Amazing. So that's all of our topics. So, Dan, um, what is your... What would you say your final verdict on the game is out of 10? Uh, it was definitely one of the best co-op games I've played in a while uh, where it kind of forces you to play co-op so I really very much enjoy the co-op aspects if it was a single player game I don't know how I would feel about that uh, or playing with a, an NPC I'm not sure how that would work out very well since they're probably not the smartest people uh, and uh, one other thing before I rate this game here is that if you don't own this game, you don't have to. If if you know, oh, <coughs> if you know a friend who has it, you could play. You could play. You don't have to own the game at all, uh, because they they have a friend code, so you can just jump right in and play that. Uh, why are you laughing? <laughs> laughing. I'm laughing. sorry. You're, whatever happened to you is making me laugh. Sorry. On air. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give this. Oh, man, it's such a well-put-together game. Uh, I'm probably going to give this an 8.5. And the only reason why I'm giving it an 8.5 is I wish it was longer. Five hours was a very short time. Uh, we beat that real quick. I just wish it was a little bit longer. But besides that, I think 8.5, maybe a 9 in that, in that general area right there for sure. I agree with you. I don't usually agree with you too many on the review scores but on this one I do I give it about an eight, I give it an 8.5 as well um, again I do agree with you it was short we did finish it rather quickly again I understand too it's $30 but um, I felt and then like I said before there were some sequences I wish there wasn't as many quick time events with the fighting I, I felt that maybe we could have just had a free flow fighting rather than just the quick time events. I felt the quick time events got old pretty quickly. Um, the chase scenes were cool. The shooting could have used some work, but 8.5, I also do agree with you on that one. That's good. Good to know. Um, now we move on to, let's see what we can do here. Okay. This one we should be able to work with. Um, we also became pirates. 
as well. I mean, it was a really, really rough launch. Uh, we didn't play till like two o'clock in the. I mean, I want to say like maybe two, three in the morning till finally the game launched. But uh, Sea of Thieves came out, and as I mentioned before, it was really a rough launch. So that is gonna hurt the review a little bit because I believe it's 2018. And how the hell could you not expect a high player count in 2018 now? Like, come on. And especially it's Microsoft servers. So that's also why I was very disappointed. This rarely ever happens with Microsoft servers. Uh, but let's just jump into it. Let's jump into Sea of Thieves. Um, gameplay. Gameplay is very good. It's not that difficult as well to get into. Um, the only thing I was a little... It was a little tricky for me was the figuring out... And also... This is um, as Dan is showing. This is him sailing the seas on his first on the first episode of our ongoing sailing the seas. Sailing the seas. Dan is the first episode. So I mean, the only thing that was tricky was kind of navigating the menu. What was what was the bucket? You know, I couldn't. T you know, I didn't know what the bucket and whatnot, and figuring out the sails to. Some you know figuring out the sails is a little tricky. You just got to figure out where the wind is blowing. Driving the big boat is a little bit more annoying than driving the smaller boat. So the gameplay it's not that difficult to get in to, to learn and understand, but it is a little <laughs> bit tricky. Um, but you will get it. It takes a little bit, but I, I don't see the gameplay is not that hard in my opinion. I got it took me a little while, but I got into it. And once you know the gameplay. And everything, it's pretty much just clockwork, and it's very easy to, very easy to learn. Dan, how do you feel about the gameplay? Well, I think the gameplay is great. Uh, you know, it's very big in, in the mechanical aspect. So yes, you know, I, I played a lot throughout the the alpha and beta, so it did take me a little while to learn the sales, uh, but very easy after you know the first maybe. 30 minutes of doing the sails, you know, oh, look, look, the flag is uh, blowing right. Turn the sails right. You know, let the wind pick up through the right. Uh, so the sails were a little bit tricky, uh, at, at, you know, the first 30 minutes, just learning it. And, you know, one person doing the sails is a little impossible, especially on the big ship. So uh, they definitely take a little while to turn. But the gameplay is good. The PvP is good. Uh, you know, you, as you can see, we're we're fighting a another ship here, even though it's a baby ship, which we are about to sink. You know the PVP is still fun. You know we we wreck the crap out of them, uh, but when you're shooting a cannonball, it doesn't give you a crosshair or anything. Like you gotta guess, you, you gotta be like, oh, I gotta shoot at this degrees, this angle, in order to hit them. So definitely, if if anything, you have to get used to anything. It's it's shooting the cannons. That's probably one of the the toughest parts. In this game, it's definitely the cannon. Uh, the gun control is very easy to use, but besides that, gameplay is uh, pretty damn good. Gameplay, both on par there. So now let's go to um, graphics. How do you, uh, graphically, um, game looks gorgeous. I mean, the water looks gorgeous. I mean, it is. This is a rare game, so it's going to be like as you could tell. It's, it definitely is a rare game. If you played rare games in the past, like Banjo Kazooie. Um, GoldenEye, um, Perfect Dark, games like that, they always, you know, most rare games have this kind of style, and 
I mean, it looks beautiful. The water looks great. The character models, I think, look uh, excellent as well. Um, the each island, each distinct island, looks excellent as well. The land, um, I I like it. I mean, I've always liked rare games, so I, I've found myself not really having a problem with the cartoonish style. And again, as you see the background, the clouds look excellent, even at nighttime and when it's raining. And the waves are just whipping, whipping up against your boat. It's, it's a beautiful sight to see. And I know you played on 4K, so I know. How do you feel about the graphics? Uh, the water is definitely the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. It's probably the best water I've ever seen in a game. Period. Uh, you know, for a game that's <laughs> that you live on water, that you're gonna see water all the time. You know, you really expect the water to to look good. But this this looks above and beyond than what I thought the water would have looked. And in 4K, this game looks crazy as hell. Uh, everything looks good. Clouds, sky, the mountains, well, I guess big rocks, islands, grass. Everything that you look at looks really good, very detailed. You know, if you go if you go in on the boat, you can see every crack in the boat, every split edge, split <laughs> split end of the boat. Like, you can see a splinter popping out of the boat. Like, very good graphic. Very there. Uh, did a great job. Like I said, the water is still probably the best thing of, of the game, is that water, graphical-wise. Yeah, the, the, water is, the water is phenomenal. Um, so we both like the graphics of the game. Now we move on to, that's, in my opinion, I think it's going to hurt the review a little bit, is uh, the content. Um, pretty much... You will get through all the content this game has to offer in about two hours. There's three distinct classes, which is treasure hunting, bounties, and delivery. Um, and then also, you, of course, you have the PvP moments as well. And then there's other moments where you could find um, the other treasure on land. And what was the other? The bottles, right, Dan, that have the treasure in it as well? Yeah, the riddles. The riddles that show you other treasure as well. I'm sure you're going to feel different about it than me, which is fine. But I feel the game lacks a lot of content, though I do think it's a good game. It's gonna, it does lack a lot of content. Like I said, you'll get through all the content in a matter of a couple hours. Uh, not to say I was bored, but the I will say the delivery missions are tedious. Those ones are the worst. The bounty missions are, they were fun, but doing the same skulls over and over and over and just the grind I know some people do enjoy the grind but the grinding does take a toll after a while when you're continuously doing the same thing grinding over and over and over it's tedious going after some treasures that are worth 500 gold and then some treasures that are worth 100 gold and then 89 gold it's tedious it's very repetitious and tedious and the same thing with the delivery options you have to go and get chicken coops and put chickens in the coop and deliver them and the bounty mission same thing some skulls are worth money some aren't the grind if again this game is not for everybody i'm going to forewarn you yes you're a pirate it looks great but it is not for everybody you got to be knowingly going into it knowing that you're going to be grinding and you're going to be doing the same thing, very repetitious. So I really hope Rare does support this game, and I know they said they are. I know they are, but I think they got to they keep doing it. I think there's 
not that much content. I mean, I know we've encountered some PvP, but it's not all the time. You got to go to very populated areas to encounter PvP. And then, of course, if you run into the encounter of people spawn camping as well. But uh, as far as for me goes, I, the content is fun, but it is going to get tedious in my opinion. Dan? Uh, I definitely disagree with that. I think that there's a lot of content in the game. And that's that's only because not you don't play the same mission over. You, you never play the same mission over. It's always a different treasure map. It's always a different boss you're fighting. Yeah, uh, you know they, they have mini games in it. We they go have, to we we go get treasure for eighty seven gold and, and then a hundred gold. They have, they, did have all that. Uh, they have the the skull the skull mountain uh, missions which are super fun, very long and you do get a lot of gold from. There's a lot more t- to the game. You know, you're not just doing the same missions over. There's a bunch of different missions that you can play. You know, you're never going to find a treasure map with the same the same location where you're going to find treasure. You're not going to see the same riddle. You know, it's it's all going to be different. You know, it's a it, little repetitive finding gold. Keep on finding gold over and over. Yes, maybe maybe repetitive. That's, that's for sure. But let me see you play Skull Fort. And you tell me that there's not enough content there because that shit takes forever, and it is so much fun because you're killing waves of skeletons. Uh, for yeah. the price, for the price, I don't think the content's worth sixty dollars, but there's a definitely enough content to last hundred hours at least. Again, I, I I disagree with you there too. I I highly disagree. I think again, this game's not for everybody, and you got to be in it for the grind. It's a grind. I mean, it's, I mean, there's, you you know, you're doing. I I understand we're not doing the same missions, but it's a grind. It definitely is a grind. You're doing, the skull. I I know you told me it took like two hours and whatnot, but, the the treasure. Some treasures are worth it. Some aren't worth it. Some bounties are worth it. Some aren't. It's just a it's a big grind, and I know it's better playing with you right now because you're a higher level than other people. Because you'll get the high, you'll get the better missions. But for like the lower level people, it sucks. So if I'm not playing with you, I'm not getting anything good. If I'm playing with someone lower level, it sucks. We're gonna have to be grinding for a little while. And that's why you PVP. If you don't want to go find missions, go kill a motherfucker, steal their treasure, have fun doing that. You don't have to go dig for treasure or do bounties. Or yeah, I. I, I just think that uh, Rare has got to... Con- I know, like I said, I know they said they're going to continuously support the game, which is fine, but I think they just still got to pump out content as much as they can. They got to add some new missions. Just as much... The support that GTA gets shown, you know, they had all those random mini-games and bonuses and all that type of stuff. I think Rare's got to do the same thing. So You're not comparing Rare to I'm Rockstar. Not, I'm not... I'm just I'm not comparing them to Rockstar. I'm just saying that they have to the way Rockstar supported GTA online and they still continue to do it to this day, I think Rare and Microsoft should continue to support You know what? Um see if these especially with the rough launch because no one could play when it first came when it came out. And then it was also people who bought it on Game Pass, some people had trouble loading that up at that certain point. This is Rare's big IP. They're not gonna let it die. 
They're gonna keep. They're gonna keep on throwing content out there. What? What if they come out with Sea of Thieves Dance Central? What? What do you pirate dancing? Like what the hell? Well, you can dance in the game. Uh, I think they'll. I think they're gonna support the shit out of this game, and they're gonna see a lot more content coming up. I mean, look at GTA wasn't all that fun when it first came out. You know, they they had some missions online, but. How long did it take for them to throw a bunch of content in there? You know, you gotta you gotta give Rare a little bit of chance. The game's only been out a week, a week. I know, but still, I mean, you you put a sixty dollar price tag on a game. You know, you have to have some some good content, not a lot of repetition and grinding. A lot of people now, a lot of gamers nowadays don't like that. Yeah, because they're pussies. We know that. Um. Controls. I mean, I guess that would kind of. We talked about the controls. I mean, that kind of go with, along with the, the gameplay. The controls are pretty, again, very simple. Um, there's not really a tutorial. Um, so again, the only thing I had trouble with was navigating the menus on figuring out where's my guns, um, where's my, you know, my bucket and my beer to drink if if I wanted to have a nice drink after a successful treasure hunt. Nice that was the only thing I had trouble with. Pretty much. Gun play is easy. Again, aiming down sight, shooting, pretty simple. Sword fighting, really simple. Uh, only thing, again, I had trouble with was... Uh, and then steering the ship is pretty simple once you get the hang of it and the sails as well. Uh, I guess that will go along with the gameplay. Pretty, you know, once you figure out about the winds and moving it and when to stop the ship, when to slow down. Uh, pretty much... Kind of that, that was pretty much the only thing you had to kind of get the hang of it. But it's pretty simple after maybe a, a few minutes of uh, playing, getting the hang of it. It's not that hard. Yeah, it's, it's pretty easy controls to get used to. It'll take a couple minutes just to learn how the ship, ship works, sails, driving. You know, it's, it's, it's simple enough. Uh, you know, lower, raise, turn left, right, sails, pick up speed, lose speed, you know. Very simple, very simple. Uh, just take a few minutes to get used to it. And normally we would talk about the story, but there really isn't a story of this game. There really isn't a story of Sea of Thieves. Again, if you're looking to pick up a game, uh, there's no story to this game. Um, so we will not be talking about the story. Uh, we will just go to our final verdict. So um, Dan scored the la- a way out first, so I will be the honors in scoring this game first. I don't think he'll like my score, but... Uh, he'll blow his nose after I'm done. But um, again, fun game. I will continue to play it. I do not dislike the game. But again, Dan and I disagree about the content. I think there's a very big lack of content. I I think the missions are going to get very tedious and very repetitive. Uh, the only fun missions are the treasure hunts, which could be rewarding or they could be completely useless, which we have encountered before. The skull missions are fun because there's action and everything, but again, there's certain skulls that are worth it. There's certain skulls that are not. A, excuse me. The worst missions are delivery missions. Those are completely pointless. I don't know anyone that would enjoy picking up chickens and delivering them to somebody because those are the worst. After you do well, a couple of them. Well, I'm sorry. Some chickens are worth more than others. Oh, and really? As, oh. As, as you get your level up, then you have the to go roosters. get snakes. I get root, uh, the, red, the red chickens and the blue chickens. And the gold chicken. 
Yeah, whatever. I, I just think they I think it's very tedious. Uh, the grind, there's a big grind. If you're not looking to play a game with grinding, this isn't a game for you. And you'll play Call of Duty. This game is a lot more fun with co-op. I strongly suggest you play with somebody. Playing this game by yourself is going to be boring. It, I tried it. It's it's nowhere near as fun as playing with somebody. This is basically a game where you make your own fun. If you're good at making your own fun, you're going to enjoy this game and you're not going to get bored of it. Can I? Can Dan and I make our own fun? Yes, of course, we have. I've played hours with Dan already. We can make our own fun. We do find ways to enjoy this game. But again, I also am looking at it as a perspective that this game isn't for everybody. I do enjoy this game, but again, um, didn't work at launch. So far, still a lack of content. I am going to give this game a 7.5. What did you say? 7.5. Well, that's not that bad. What did you think? I was going to give it a 6, 6.5? I thought you were going to say around 5. No, no. Like I said, it's a game where you make your own fun. And that's what it really comes down to. I mean, again, there's you know, there's no story. It's fine. And... Like like I said a couple seconds ago, this is a game where you got to make your own fun. If you're playing by yourself, this game will bore you. If you're playing with a, one player that is going to have fun and not get bored, if you're playing with uh, a full ship, a squad that's going to have fun with the game, you'll have fun with the game. But again, if you're playing with somebody that has no interest in with the grind and cannot have fun with it, then you know it, you're not just going to have fun with it. But mainly, that's my score came from the lack of content, the repetition of missions, and it not working at launch. So seven point five. <clears throat> All right, it's not bad. Uh, first, this game is good, very good, good graphics, good content, fun. Missions are fun. You know, the game hit, what, 2 million players already? So it's raising. It's going up there. Content's going to be added soon. Uh, for $60, I don't think it's $60 worth. But I feel that there is enough content for now to get us through. And so there is more content, which I don't think you have yet to experience all the content. Well, but I'll probably give this an eight. An eight, and it definitely—it's not a game I'll play by myself. That's for sure. Uh, I'm always gonna look for a group to play with because having a group is it's a lot just, better than playing by yourself. In this yeah, kind it's of funner game. that way. I mean, playing by yourself in this game is just not not sensical, in my opinion. Um, so seven point five. We have an eight. From Dan, so now we move on to a game I will quickly review. Uh, the season wrapped up. Uh, Batman, the Telltale series, episode five. So season two wrapped up on another phenomenal Telltale series. And Dan, I strongly suggest you try it. Um, Telltale is not afraid to do an original story when it comes to their games. As you could take a look, Dan knows from The Walking Dead. They have their own original story, which is Clementine. That finale is coming up this year. A wolf, you know, uh, Batman, 
season one to kind of break it down to you. They tell an original story that works and it worked well. Season two, there's two different episodes in this episode five. And tr not to spoil it too much, but it is pretty interesting. So season two is pretty much building on the Joker. You meet the Joker in episode one. He's not the Joker. Uh, season two is strongly built on building the Joker, the character. And it's pretty much an original story from Telltale, which, again, they, they do very well. So this episode it was either gonna, is either going to go one or two ways. And it's pretty weird to say this, Dan, but you could have a vigilante Joker working with you. Or, of course, you have the villain Joker, which I had, if you want to know what I had, I had the villain Joker. You know, growing up with Batman, watching the cartoons, reading the comics, playing the games, of course, you're used to a villainous Joker. So my Joker was a villain. So that's the type of Joker I had. And it was well done. The Joker was very sadistic. And defeating him in the end was was excellent. The vigilante Joker, um, I felt, could have been flushed out a little bit better. Um, I guess this goes on to the the story portion of it. Vigilante Joker, I felt, could have been flushed out a little bit better. I mean, ultimately, the way it, it ends is you're going to end up fighting the Joker regardless. Uh, Vigilante Joker only goes so far, then he finally just snaps, and eventually you end up fighting him anyway. So I felt that maybe he could have been flushed out a little bit better. I Maybe I thought Spoilers. you could have get a little bit... Huh? Spoilers. Well, I mean, what do you think? You're going to, you know, that's not too much of a spoiler. Maybe but I mean, we, we would have became best friends. What? Me and a Joker, maybe we would become best friends. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's what, the, again, that's the story. But I mean, I strongly you suggest you play this because this is another one of the better, I mean, Telltale's done a phenomenal job with all their series. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, I finished, that was awesome as well. That was a great finish. Uh, Tales from the Borderlands. I never was a Borderlands fan, but that game was great. Uh, Wolf Among Us, The Walking Dead. This one, the way they ended it, they possibly could do a season three. The way they kind of teased an ending, we could be seeing a season three, and I would not be against it because season two um, was awesome. But I know Telltale's got some big plans for this year, which is Walking Dead and uh, Wolf Among Us. So all seven. That's another. That's a rumor. That's a big rumor. I would love. I mean, that's if they do 007, that would be awesome. That's a big rumor, but. Um, I hope they do a season three of Batman. Um, whatever option you have for episode five was grueling. It was great. Uh, villain Joker, as you see, is really sadistic. As you see, Bullock is freaking pinned up and his stomach is cut open. It's the combat sequences are also great, as they have been most through the season of uh, the Telltale Batman series. Um, as far as the season, um, season one had a ridiculous twist. And again, with Telltale's original story, season one was great. Season two topped it off. Um, it was a great season. I pretty much, I give this whole season, I give the episode a nine. And I give the whole season an 8.5. And again, I strongly suggest you try it. I mean, we game share for Christ's sake. 
Episodes are only an hour and a half. Hour, hour and a half. It's too long. Huh? Oh, it's too long. It's not too long. I have all the episodes. You can pretty much bomb right through them. Well, that's good. I haven't played it, so I can't review it. <laughs> well, and then I'll go through one more quick review, and then we'll jump onto a game that you and I both play so you could get back in the convo, which is uh, MLB The Show for PlayStation 4. So <laughs> I'm Sorry. happy to finally... Um, that's good. I'll, I'll yawn as well for some for something else. But um, basically, uh, I'm happy to turn on my PS4 again. I haven't turned it on in a couple months. Uh, very happy to do that. Gameplay, MLB the show again. Same gameplay as it always been. They did change the fielding a little bit, so it's a little bit easier to field. Um, hitting is still the same. I do. I've always liked the hitting, and the, I mean the hitting is still, of course, one of the toughest things to do in the game. That it's very realistic. That's what I love about the baseball uh, MLB The Show series, um, as well as the pitching. They have the the pulse pitching. I don't do. I do the meter pitching. I do enjoy that. I love that about the game. Um, again, it's very gameplay is very easy, very easy to jump into. They don't change the gameplay too much. It's still the same baseball game we know and love but they just changed the features um and that's what i will talk about the content road to the show kind of becomes a little bit of an rpg now um how well you play in the game depends on your stats so it's no longer you get a certain number of points excuse me and then you just gen you generate the points in the editing system pretty much as more the more strikeouts you get the higher that'll become the less hits you get up get uh, give up that'll fix itself and then you also have some distinct choices they're not crazy choices but they're pretty distinct um diamond dynasty of course needs a little bit of fixing but i'm not really into the whole uh play to win scenario of that crap i can't i hate ultimate team type game modes because it's just play to win um franchise mode does get a little bit better as well i did enjoy making trades it's very um, easy to make trades and picking up free agents. I did like that. Um, controls. If you played the show before, not hard to pick this up and play again. You'll know how to play. They do have a beginner mode for first-time players that have never played. So that's good for first-type players. Um, and the con I mean, there's a lot of content. They added a lot uh, for the show. I did enjoy eight. I do enjoy this one. Then last year, um, again, it's just a quick review. I still have a little bit more to play, so I won't give it a final score because really, I've only played much. I've only played so far franchise mode, which I've only played about a game or two, and Road to the Show. I've only touched Diamond Dynasty. I don't really mess around with um, some of the other home run derby modes. I mess around with, but I haven't fully played it. So, but I mean, if I did have to score it, I, I always give the show like an, a nine. It's the only baseball game on the market anyway, but it's always ever-improving, and I give it a 9. All right. Now we could have uh, Dan back in the conversation. Uh, we both didn't finish the game, but we will talk about our impressions on it so far. Um, Far Cry 5 um, also came out as well. And, Dan, I'll let you kick this off. How do you feel on the gameplay of the new Far Cry? 
Dan? Far Cry. <clears throat> Dan, did you fall asleep? <laughs> no. Almost. <clears throat> and that's not the only baseball game. You got R.I.B. Baseball. Okay, buddy? Yeah, but that's more of a uh, arcade. <laughs> that's an arcade style, sir. Uh, so, anyways. Far Cry. Far Cry... Far Cry, Far Cry, Far Cry. The last one sucked. I didn't play the last one. It was, I, I mean, I played it, but it was really boring. Which one, Primal or Four? Primal. Yeah, yeah Primal was, had a lot of potential. Yeah, I didn't like that too much. But uh, so far, I jumped into this game. Uh, I went after John Steep. I believe that was his name. Uh, he was the first guy I went after. I killed him. Uh, and from the gameplay that I played so far with that I think it's pretty good it's it's pretty excellent uh, you know just the way the missions are you know at the bottom there are 52 side missions 7 outposts and some silos you can destroy so there's a lot of a lot of gameplay value uh, within each area uh, so far I think uh, the gun controls is pretty good uh, shooting characters are is pretty good. Uh, a little bit of recoil, you know, just a little, little bit of, uh, to get used to with that. But as far as the the gameplay, it's really good. I like how you see they have that kind of um, Ghost Recon type system with with the AIs, and that you can have the supporting you. Like right now, I have a, a helicopter watching in over me. So if I need a helicopter support, he's always there, ready to blow some shit up. I also have uh, another uh, boot the ground soldier, soldier, <laughs> shoulder, soldier, uh, always watch my back, uh, reviving me. I mean, they really suck at reviving. They do not revive for shit. Like they're fucking awful at reviving. I get revived pretty good. They really they don't revive you. No, mine doesn't revive me. It just dies in two seconds. Oh jeez. And the way these uh, boots the ground guys work is. You know, if I, if they get five kills, it unlocks a perk. If they uh, and if they unlock, if they get fifteen kills, it unlocks their ultimate perk. Uh, so each character has a different perk status to them, which is uh, kind of cool because it makes you wonder. It makes you want want to wonder which character you're gonna bring into each each mission type because there are some pretty hard guys out there uh, that you have to face, like these infected motherfuckers that like take twenty. 20 million bullets to kill and 200 grenades uh, but as far as the gameplay man it's, it's spot on there's a lot to do uh, it's really fun and I, I can't wait to jump back in until it's tomorrow for sure yeah I agree with you the gameplay is phenomenal um, I, I do Far Cry Primal had a lot of potential but it was very boring Far Cry 4 was too, was also very boring I didn't like Far Cry 4 too much I liked the the current play of this again, it, it's it's like your Far Cry Three, um, plays the same like that. But I do, like you said, enjoy the uh, side characters you can get. Like I have the Cheetah um, right now. That's she is dominant and she's good for stealth. I also have a couple of boots to ground characters as well that you know tend to die pretty quickly. Uh, I'm still trying to recruit some more. Uh, the driving is again. If you played a Far Cry game, far, the driving is the same as it's always been. Um, the gunplay is a little bit more like a Ghost Recon-ish, like you said as well. 
Uh, it doesn't feel like Far Cry 3 this much. I don't really remember the recoil being as much as it is as it is now. Um, you don't have a lot of bullets in the gun either. You got to get the perks um, to get like higher magazines. But the gunplay is good. Uh, gameplay is is all. I mean, the gameplay is awesome. I love it. It it finally I'm back into a Far Cry game again. I loved three so much and four and primal had so much potential but it fell flat so i'm happy the gameplay was great on this one so i have a big thumbs up as well for the gameplay of far cry yeah the only th um, the only thing that i i liked about this like you know when i played uh ghost recon it felt kind of repetitive after a little while with, with far cry it doesn't feel repetitive at all because i don't know i feel like i'm always doing something different except the outposts you know you kind of do the same thing over and over with the outposts but that's yeah. about it but the outpost, the thing about the outpost is some outposts are small and they're a little bit easier, but then some outposts are a little bit more difficult where they have multiple alarms and more backup will come in. So that's the good, interesting part about the outpost. And I don't know if you've done the stunt, the stunt missions yet. The stunt missions are pretty fun. No, I haven't done those yet. Oh, yeah, those are pretty fun. You got to look for those. Those, those are fun. Um, story. So what we could grasp... So far with the story is you're in Eden's Hope. It's a fictional place in Montana, and you're you know you were sent in, um, and you're you're named the rookie, and you're going after a cult. And what I like about this is they went kind of the same thing like uh, Ghost Recon, where there's different regions controlled by different family members, and you got to get what is it called? You got to get your uh, the bar at the top. I forgot what it's called. What is it called, Dan? Oh, uh, reputation. You got to get your reputation up, and the good thing about that is the higher your reputation up, the higher um, they'll start sending more um, guys after you. So, for example, your reputation gets high enough, you'll start getting attack helicopters after you, or attack planes that'll drop bombs on you. So that's the interesting thing. Yeah, helicopters are annoying. And yeah, and each the yeah, I had the plane. The plane's a pain in the ass because it drops bombs. Um, so each region has the sister. Uh, and the two brothers, and then eventually when you're done taking care of them, you get to the final boss. They believe his name is Johnny, or whatever his name is. Yeah, that's fucking psychopath. Yeah, he's he's the main antagonist, so ultimate goal is to get to him. Um, so far, I finished one region. Uh, I took care of Faith, and now I'm on to the older brother, which is, um, I forget what his name is. I'm the on to him right or now. the one at the top? one at the top. I don't know <laughs> Yeah, you, you took care of the younger brother, so I was like, you know what, let me switch it up and let me go with the guy at the top. So I'm on his mission right now. I'm on his stuff right now, and I took care of Faith, which Faith's was pretty. So that has, you know, Far Cry's sometimes gets very over the top. Hers is very over the top because they use, like, some type of drug that makes you hallucinate. So the white flowers. Yeah, like, yeah. But they mix it. You'll... you'll they mix it with uh, some type of chemical to uh, make you hallucinate. So um, hers was kind of over the top, which, it, you know, again, Far Cry games do have those moments where they're very over the top. But, uh, I mean, so far so good with the story. I mean, everyone remembers Far Cry 3 with their story, with their main antagonist. Far Cry 4, I was completely bored with that story. The main antagonist sucked. Um, Primal. I was falling asleep playing. This one, I'm really engaged in the story. I do like it. Dan, how do you feel about the story? The story's pretty solid. Uh, I mean, as far as I can tell now, I mean, 
I only finished Don's Steep story. And uh, that was a pretty fun story. I enjoyed the uh, the ending of his story. Uh, it was a pain in the ass. But uh, it, was, it was pretty fun. I'm just getting on uh, Hope's story right now. And it seems to be pretty good. I mean, the story seems to be well in place. I, I got kidnapped like three times for cutscenes. So, you know, I gotta escape my way out of some area, which is uh, pretty fun. Or I gotta save someone uh, that's part of my story, which is a mandatory mission. Uh, well, it's pretty fun. Uh, I mean, I'm enjoying it so far. I mean, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how it ends, though. Uh, that's for sure, because I want to I wanna see how that, that uh, crazy motherfucker... How he ends and what's what's his story behind his religion and shit? I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty, it's pretty badass. Yeah. Um, now we go on to um, graphics. Uh, graphics. 4K. <laughs> They're beautiful. Uh, I gotta say, you know, a lot of a lot of games coming out these days are looking better and better. You know, it's because our consoles, Xbox S, Xbox One. PS4 Pro, I mean, they, they can handle them now, and, you know, these, these graphics look pretty good, I mean, as you can see here, I mean, these aren't, um, uh, these, I'm not sure what settings are using this on the Pro, this is, this is the Pro gameplay, but, uh, they're stunning, the grass looks good, the sky looks good, you know, the cars have good details, you know, there's a lot of details everywhere you go, I mean, I think it looks pretty solid for, uh, for an open world game like this, and, you know, these kind of games... You expect to have pretty good detail, pretty good gra graphics, because you know you're gonna have to look out for that kind of stuff these days. I think it looks great. Yeah, I agree with you. I know your di uh, your difference is a little bit significant than mine. You're playing on the X, I'm playing on the S, but um, even on the S, yeah, graphically it looks phenomenal. I mean, the as you saw the sky and the sun glaring in. Um, again, I agree with you too that games are starting to look more better and better uh, with the um, technology that we're starting to get and this game graphically looks great um i think obviously this is going to be the best looking far cry game but i mean you take a look at the the detail to the cars you have the detail to the surroundings it does feel like you're down south it does feel like you're in montana and you know you see a lot of southern you know with even with the hunting and the mountains and everything it does feel like you're down south and the churches and the character models and the way they talk and just the scenery of the background, you see like the mountains in the background, they look gorgeous. And even at nighttime, it looks it looks beautiful as well. Not only daytime, at nighttime, it looks great. Um, you're not going to see snow because we're down south, but when it rains, it looks beautiful as well. I mean, graphically, this game is great. The detail to the trees, and you could tell um, Ubisoft went full on de uh, detail in this game graphically. Did a swell job, that's for sure. Now we go on to the the content. We haven't touched, we haven't tried arcade mode yet. That's one of the that's like the multiplayer in the game. Um, there's the co-op, but the the co-op is you jump in. Like so, Dan could jump into my game. The only disadvantage of Dan jumping into my game is that his is not he doesn't progress in his story. So he could come into my story and help me, but he doesn't progress. It doesn't mean he progresses in his. So it's more of like a helpful co-op story. It's not like a, a Halo or one of those other games that have like Left 4 Dead that have story mode co-op. This one's more as if 
I'm stuck on something and maybe Dan finished it and Dan comes and helped me or vice versa. So yeah, achievements are disabled in co-op. And that's the only another downfall with with that is the yeah, most of the achievements are single player only. Um, but the arcade mode does have achievements for the co-op. But I mean if you're looking to just um, capture outposts uh, you can do that with your partner. That would be something. But I wouldn't progress through story or do side missions with co-op. Um, you could do like outpost and all those other side stuff with your co-op partner. That would be um, probably a lot more fun. And I mean, other than that, they also have microtransactions, but they're more for cosmetic items. Like you could get like certain uh, like skins for your car. Are like certain skins for your gun, so the microtransactions aren't really too crazy, um, but they are there. But it's more for cosmetic stuff, so I, I don't mind when they do stuff like that. Um, they they do have a season pass, so they're going to be pumping out more content as well as other Far Cry games have in the past. So I expect that. And as Dan spoke on before, there's a lot of outposts to capture. There's a lot of hostages to free to raise your reputation as well, so it's not only going through the story. There's plenty of characters to meet and do side quests, and also for them to help you as well. There's also those missions where you can get animals to help you and other uh, characters, and as Dan also mentioned, choppers. So there's definitely a lot of content here. Definitely a lot to do, not just to go through the story. There's plenty of to do in this game, so there is a lot of stuff in Far Cry, so the content is there. Dan? <clears throat> yeah, the one thing is uh, what the the content is, they force you to play side quests in a way because in order to bring out the boss of that area, your reputation has to be maxed out and in order for him to come out to want to kill you or attack you or anything. So you are in that area. I think I, I had to do uh, about... I did all seven outposts and about 21 missions uh, on top of my main missions in order to get my reputation all the way up. So it, it kind of it forces your hand on doing side missions, which isn't a bad thing. They don't take long. They're fun. Uh, there's definitely a shit ton of content in this game. There's over 100 side missions. Uh, that's one thing I saw. I have about seven to ten outposts in each area. And they also have... I know in John's Steep area, there's, uh, I think there was like 15 silos they want you to destroy as part of it. So I think uh, content-wise, there's definitely a ton of content in there. You know, you got your bodyguards, you got the perk system. Uh, so there's definitely a lot to be handled in there. Oh, they have <clears throat> some cool-ass cars in there. They have a truck with machine guns on it. After you do the mission, you can go. You could get that. You can get that truck anytime you want. You can use that truck the whole entire game. So I mean, that's that's pretty cool. Content is definitely there. Content is pretty solid. Content is great. And then we go on to. I mean, we we pretty much touched on the controls. There's really not much to say on the controls. I mean, they do have a the prologue area, which pretty much kind of gets you a knack of the controls. And if you played a Far Cry game, it's pretty easy to jump in it's your your standard shooting controls and navigating through the menu so i don't think we really need to touch too much on the controls. so um 
Dan, as far as your impression on the game, uh, you already mentioned it. You're con- going to continue to jump in. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep jumping in. Um, if I had to rate it right now, it'd be a solid eight point five right now. You know, let me let me see how the next two uh, areas go before I, I face the big dog, and then I can I can come back with a final review probably next podcast. I'll sh- probably should be done by then. Let's see how that goes, and then I'll, I can give a final statement about the game, gameplay, content, everything. Mine, I would probably say, I would probably say a nine right now until I agree with you, yeah, until I finish the story and we can kind of go from there. But that would be, um, that would be my final review. Excellent. So far. But, um, did we, I don't know if we did on last podcast, did we talk about the games of April? Yeah. Oh, we did. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. I didn't, I didn't know if we did or not. Yeah. No. Yeah. I know we did games in March. I don't. Did we do games of April? I think we went down the list of games of April lightly, but I mean, honestly, who cares? Do it again, you know? Like, yeah. Let let, let me see. Let me see here. Um, I don't know if I don't know if we did or not. It's crazy, and if I think we did because I mentioned that yes, we did because you know why I mentioned the uh, I know I teased you about the um, that the Labo yeah and, South Park. Uh, and got away yeah, yeah yeah so yeah we I did tease you yeah we did talk about the games of April yeah not too much going on April what's about not too much yeah it's quiet I mean if you're a Yakuza fan I'm getting that PS4 uh, God of War. Of course, is the huge title of April. Um, South Park was actually just added for the Switch, the 24th. Um, and, yeah, Nintendo Labo is uh, coming out as well. So, yeah, I mean, that's the that's the games of April there. And then once we hit um, April, we'll talk about the games of May, which are a lot, let's just say. There is a lot. So next podcast, we'll be talking about the games of May. But that is going to wrap it up. Yeah. I would say. Um, well, besides uh, the game for Gold's April, which for Xbox. Which are pretty good. I think it's Dead Space 2. Dead Space 2. The Witness. The Witness. Uh, Cars 2. Uh, God, very pumped up and for that. One of the Assassin's Creed. Syndicate? Yes, Syndicate, which is a very good Assassin's Creed game. That one I beat. I love that one. Syndicate was a very underrated Assassin's Creed game. Not too many people played Syndicate due to the, the fact of how bad gl- and glitchy Unity was, but Syndicate was very good. Well, yeah, I think that's uh, actually it. And that, one real quick, let's not neglect the PlayStation Plus games of April. Sure. You're gonna be a, you're gonna be a PlayStation Plus member very soon, so you would want to know. Am I? Well, if you want to play online. No. <laughs> well, just getting single player games. Uh, Mad Max, um, 
that's PS4 and Mad Max, which came out, I believe, two years ago, or maybe a couple years ago, but that game was pretty decently reviewed. I've always wanted to try it out. I know it's on Game Pass as well. Um, Trackmania Turbo and Qbert rebo- rebooted. Trackmania already hit Xbox games for gold. Yeah. I know, you're. I know. I played it. Whole you love it. 150 hours of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> but those are the games for gold. Those are the games for plus. Um, that's going to do it on uh, episode 20 of In Our Mom's Basement. Episode 20 completed. Yes, sir. I am, of course, Rage Quit Pat. Rage Quit Patricia. Yeah. And uh, I am... Um... Dan Joffrey, also known as Headshot Dan. Take care, everyone. Love you. Thanks for listening, and tune in next week for another exciting show.